Happy Wednesday, everyone. I'm so glad you're listening today because before some guy in Austin and I discuss week three of Ari's journey to find love, I wanted to remind you that my book, Why I Hate Green Beans, is coming out in just three weeks. And if you pre-order before February 6th, you can get the audiobook for free. Me, for seven hours in your ear. How fun is that? Simply head over to whyihategreenbeans.com to get all the details. And as far as the show goes, this one is definitely a favorite for an episode that gave us 80s lady wrestling and the dismissal of my favorite Lauren. You can imagine we have a lot to say. Bracket busted. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Here we are, week three, I Hate Green Beans podcast number 34. I'm with some guy in Austin again. We're going to talk about Ari and a couple of group dates and a solo date and what we're thinking about him. Again, week three, I have to say the luster has worn off a little bit for me when it comes to <laughs> Ari, and I hate that. There are moments when I go, mm-hmm, but this this episode was not one of them, no. Are, are we at the moment where you can say, I was wrong and you were right, some guy in Austin, or are we not there yet? No, we're not there yet. Okay. And... <laughs> <laughs> we may never get there. We've only got 10 episodes to get there. <laughs> I, I, I fear, I fear it might be coming. Um, I guess I like him better when he is one personality with one person and that person being Emily, I assume. But I feel like he, uh, wavers a little bit depending on what girl he likes and then, or what girl he's with. And then the girls that I don't necessarily love, I'm kind of annoyed by him whenever he's talking to them and saying words or making out. Now, now you're seeing what I'm seeing the last few weeks. Now, my first thought was I'm glad he has pillow lifts because mm-hmm. the girls will have something mm-hmm. to sleep on right. when, he, when he bores them to death. Oh, no. um, but he's all about the going in for the kiss, right? Yeah. And uh, and he's also um, he just repeats the same thing and yeah. nods his head a lot. Yeah. Um, but I think we're, we'll talk about all this, but. Every girl that went home this week got herself sent home. I mean, it wasn't even, yes. you know, it wasn't even like he molded over and he came to that decision. They all made the decision themselves. So I think this this episode holds a lot of lessons mm-hmm. for wannabe future fiancés of former race car drivers who have a current real estate <laughs> license. Which is what Christical... <laughs> Crystal. Which is what Crystal basically lectured us on after yes. um, Lauren S. went home. You it's know, so, she said exactly what you just said. It is so refreshing to have mm-hmm. someone so knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see um, somebody sent me an article on her about her fitness thing. And for what it's worth, there are a plethora mm-hmm. of uh, fitness videos that she's taken the liberty of reposting, uh-huh. um, I believe on YouTube. Have you seen these? Uh, no, I'm not interested. If if I thought <laughs> she was semi-attractive, I mean, she's fine, but not my type. So is no, it the I nodes? Didn't... Her voice and the nodes bothers you? What's the nodes? What is that? <laughs> 
It's a joke from Pitch Perfect. It's fine. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't know Pitch Perfect, but yeah, I'm sure it's funny. So how did you feel about the glow date? I mean, I know we're jumping around, but Ooh. I mean, would, would that be something that you would subject yourself to for the love of one man? No. And here's why. <laughs> well, let me, let me, it's so back and forth. I keep going back and forth because, you know, we've talked about this. I'm a WWF person. I watched wrestling with my dad when I was a kid with Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior and Junkyard Dog. And I understood that there was a female element to that at times. Um, when, you know, Macho Man Ricky Savage brought his wife out. What was her name? You know her name. Well, first of all, it'd be Macho Man Randy Savage. That's what I said, um, right? You said Ricky Savage. <laughs> and it's on tape, so we can't deny it. Uh, his wife, I believe, it was, it was uh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Elizabeth, yeah. And at various times, various um, other wrestlers had crushes on her. And the Macho Man would routinely have to defend her honor. Yeah, she never spoke. I remember that. She never spoke. But I never knew about or was aware of glow which i thought was shame just, on you i just thought it was a netflix show that they made up i didn't realize they were basing no, no, no. it on something that happened back in the 80s did you watch glow i did not but do you know who used to watch glow religiously and laugh her head off every week on the couch who my mom <laughs> Okay. Yes. <laughs> when did it come on? Like a nighttime show or a Saturday afternoon? Like it wasn't wrestling? on. It wasn't on very often because you know, growing up where I did, and you know, close to you, they they used to have what was called Mid South Wrestling, which was prior to yeah. the WWF, um, when it was just you know a bunch Eriks. of just right Von Erichs and you know gorgeous Gino Hernandez and Ric mm -hmm. Flair was still there mm -hmm. when, you know, before mm -hmm. and. Um, so we used to watch it. My brother and I used to watch it every Sunday morning. Um, it was on for like two hours. And then I can't remember, but Glow would come on and my mom, who was not interested in the male wrestling, would sit down and just <laughs> laugh hysterically over <laughs> the Glow The little women. Egyptian or little Egypt. Yeah, or, yeah whatever it was. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, though. I, if they had said, so this little Egypt woman comes out and the farmer's daughter and these ladies, a little on the rough side because, you know, they're <laughs> 1980s ladies. And so that we're would be in 2018. Yeah. So they're coming out and getting, they're trying to shake things up and say, this is how you wrestle. And this is how, don't you want the love of Ari? And they're in the ring doing all that. If they had legitimately, I don't mean in a gross way, but if they had legitimately kind of halfway wrestled instead of made it into this soft core porn thing that they did, I might have appreciated it. Is that the word? Question mark. I might have appreciated it more or not rolled my eyes as much. I'm glad there wasn't jello or mud, to be honest, but I didn't, I didn't love, who was it? Marique and the other Lauren that basically just writhed up and down on each other. Yeah. Now oh. I have to be honest. I was kind of hoping for mud or jello, sure but you well, it's a completely different, uh, different podcast for another day. But that date was the complete opposite of the way we felt about the demolition derby date, yes. which was, you know, horrible. Uh, I'm just glad that, um, 
Annalise wasn't there to be afraid of anything. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, she had a turnbuckle. Oh God, God bless her. One time. I yeah. know, I know. Dogs are Poor tough. Thing. Poor. Th- well, no, it's not just that, but she's clearly afraid of everything, yeah. and just horrible. You could tell just how many times his anxiety got in her way. But uh, mm. I, I actually felt bad for her, and I thought, look, the bumper car trauma was funny. Um, the dog thing to me, um, spoke to other trauma that obviously, you know, we don't want to get into, but horrible, absolutely horrible. Right. As far as all of the personas that were taken on in that wrestling match, who do you think did the best and whose persona did you like the most? That's two different questions. I have to pick. You have to pick. Now, they didn't show all of the wrestling matches. I'm using air quotes, wrestling matches, but everybody had their thing. I'm going to embarrass myself here, but um, I got to tell you, if I asked Tia on a date, I might want her to wear that costume. (laughs) (laughs) The hoochie version of Scarlett O'Hara's barbecue dress, right? That's right. Yep, I believe. Uh, yeah, that was that was nice. Um, it was just south of her nether regions. Yeah, that would be like what the Von Trapp family would wear if the curtains were shorter. That's right. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think the most ridiculous had to be Bibiana with the mm. <laughs> the Godzilla head, but yeah. because she's such a pain in the ass, it was kind of fun to see her have to wear that. Right, and she owned it. She, I mean, she eventually she was yeah, her, a character. Yeah. How do you um, feel about the the actual glow ladies making both Tia and Bibiana cry because of how they spoke to them? I, I you know, I got to tell you, most of the time when there's a crying fit on the set, I just roll my eyes. But it was understandable. I mean, everyone was it was super awkward. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from what we saw, you know, that went on for 20, 30 minutes before she eventually broke down crying or whatever. Right. So I, I thought it was ridiculous. The whole thing was foolish. Harrison looked embarrassed by it, if that's possible. Mm-hmm. And then Ari could not have been more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, no. The only person who was happy to be there was Kenny. I know. <laughs> and the way he left, I was pretty shocked they brought him back. Right. You know, I mean, because he, he left yelling at that wannabe country singer right. on the island. So. But they also didn't interview him or talk to him or let him say anything to the camera either. He was strictly there to be wrestling meat and pretend to let Ari beat him. Ari Ari swept the leg like Daniel Sun from Karate Kid. You didn't believe that? You didn't believe it I was did real? Not. Okay. <laughs> Cuz well, Ari look, was dressed <laughs> No, Ari was dressed like a waiter on Valentine's Day at Chili's. It was terrible. It was so I was going to go with uh, I was going to go with limo driver, but that's that that's too. Either one. Either yeah, one. Throwing he, an apron? Yes, yeah, he apron, looked you like have the Chili's He looked like he would rather be anywhere else than where he was and he did not like it. And and even if he didn't he did not like it and was equally bored by it. And uh, I felt sorry for um, Jacqueline, the mm-hmm. other one that looks like Lord. Right. Cle- clearly, um, way beyond her intellectual mm-hmm. uh, floor mm-hmm. <laughs> to understand the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Right. She looked absolutely confused the entire time. Now, biblical Becca took it oh, on because yes. she knows she has to be she has to be on and in it for you every occasion. I'll give her credit though. She look. Granted, she's fourteen or whatever, right. so mm-hmm. she doesn't. You know, there, there's no walls up in certain areas. Um, she hasn't been um, probably sufficiently humiliated through her 20s to understand um, restraint. But 
she owned it. I mean, she did. She's there. She does what she needs to, and uh, then she gets a hyper makeout session with Ari. Right, and she even owned it in a smart way, where she is looking at Bibiana and Tia crying, and she's saying it's just theatrics. It's just play, make believe. This, I mean, just do it. And I don't know if you noticed this, but she was the only one who wore colored legs. So she in her lycra, because you know they were all in spandex. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that or not, but they were all in spandex. And she had on blue legs, and everybody else had on black or gray. And she just continues to stick out without even trying. I was um, too busy looking at Tia's costume. Were to you? Mm-hmm. Attention. <laughs> how do you think? How do you think <laughs> biblical Becca's? Um, former employees think about her being the sexy kitten on the wrestling circuit. That very well may have been something she wore to work occasionally. <laughs> you never know. Never. You never know. She could I mean, be doing kids, balloon animals. Well, that, the kids think it's funny, right? She's a cat, but then, you know, dad, mm, you know, she's a cat. He enjoys it for different reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, the, the other thing about this type of date, and there's one every season. It's so degrading. I agree. I mean, it, and and the, the male version of that, too, is where they have to fight for something. Mm-hmm. And your uh, former heartthrob, Ames, remember he got mm-hmm. a serious concussion and he yeah. was like out for two dates. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's it, it's jumping the shark on that date. They need to, you know, pull it back, I think, in my opinion, and just let them be themselves. Right. Do you rank this above or below the time they had to go skiing in their bikinis during the farmer season? No, that was fun. Or (laughs) (laughs) not the farmer season, uh, the Ben, the wine guy season. Yeah, Yeah, no, whatever. Whatever. It doesn't matter who it was. Now, remember the the humiliating date on the farmer season was the poor girl that married the dorky guy from, what was her name? She's from Texas, Carly. Yeah. Remember they had that awkward <laughs> yoga date where they had that weird lady that, I mean, it was like their first date and she's putting them through the Karma Sutra in <laughs> clothes. <laughs> oh, speaking of Karma Sutra. So Becca, Pixie Cut Becca and um, Ari don't do anything but make out. Best have, transition ever, by the way. You are welcome. You are welcome. Uh, have you noticed that she can't hold her own body up? She has to be leaning on someone or something. Look, she might have um, some sort of condition. Bones. Yeah, well, th- that maybe. She's a sprite. Maybe she's, she might be malnourished. Yeah. Um, you never know. She's got short hair. But um, as a guy, he likes her, doesn't he? Loves it, yes, because she's hypersexual there's mm-hmm. definitely chemistry there and you know can you imagine look put yourself in this situation let's see mm-hmm. um you go on the wrestling date right um in my scarlet o'hara outfit got it right and and then then you gotta sit there hold on some... i would be the lunch lady <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible <laughs> i forgot about that that's how bad that was okay um, keep going you go on that date and then, then you got to answer, you know, two hours worth of questions in front of the camera about how you feel about Ari. Mm-hmm. And then, um, if you're Ari, you have to sit there and listen to, I don't know how many people complain. Right. And then Becca walks in and all she wants to do is make out. Yeah. I mean, why not? Do you think he's going to freak out at her age? Cause apparently we find that out next week. No, I told you this. The women are going to freak out Mm because they're going to be, A, jealous that they're not 21 anymore. Mm -hmm. 
but uh, look, I'm telling you, if, if you're Ari and you're 36 and you got a 21 year old interested in you, you go with it. Right. Mm. Now, I will say that that's probably a mistake in the grand scheme of things, but during the confines of the show. Yeah, keep her around. Right, keep her around. She's fun. Which, okay, look at this segue now. Lauren S., wouldn't you have kept her around? Yes. Oh, my gosh. What? That that was baffling to me. So she much so. She fumbled the ball. She, she fumbled did. the ball. She did. But, dude, this is week three, first of all. Number two, had she been on a group date, she would have flown through like a bird. There's no did way you, he would have gotten rid of her. Did you just dude me? I did. I'm, <laughs> I am passionate right. about this she was in Listen, my top she, four she was in my top five oh. and i thought but what she just she talked herself out of that day you could physically yeah. see him, him disconnect. check out and, yep. and mm-hmm. you know you know when i knew it was over when we started eating that's right he's the only person to ever <laughs> take a bite of any food on a date in this entire whatever mm, 25 episode steak. 25 series or whatever yeah he's like <laughs> I would rather eat the cold <laughs> filet mignon. <laughs> then hear about, the, I heard something like eye infection. And I thought, what? Don't say infection. Eye infection at dinner. But she did. She uh, talked herself out of it. But I still don't think he should have given her one more shot, in my opinion. She, I agree. But she she had a good date, man. I mean, the, the private jet and the mm, thing with the Napa. Napa I mean, that was yeah. great. Um, I looked at Miss Some Guy and I was like, look, that that would be great. We love, I'm a big, you know, this, a wine, wine guy. Yeah. Yeah. We go, um, we've been several times. I mean, a bunch since, um, the inception of our relationship, we even went on our honeymoon in the wine country. So I just thought, man, that looks like a great date. And she just talked herself mm-hmm. <laughs> right into the limo and back to the airport. Now I have to wonder, hopefully they booked her a flight out of San Francisco. I know. Because that would have been a long limo ride back to right, LA. LA. Yeah. She she was saying, though, in her defense, which I appreciated, because I thought, well, at least she's not so clueless. She kept saying to the camera, this is falling apart around me. I know I'm messing up right now. No, I, I don't know why I'm talking said, too much. Um, this date is a train wreck. Right. And I <laughs> so wouldn't give me it. a rose. Yeah. She right. said, I wouldn't give me a rose. And, and, and then when he picked it up at the end, I thought, for sure he was going to allude to the fact that this didn't go how I would like, but, and instead he goes, this didn't go as I would like. Can I walk you out? <laughs> I thought, oh. He's like, uh, before my dessert gets here, yeah. before my chocolate mousse gets here, now that I'm done with my filet <laughs> and cold mashed potatoes, I'd like to walk you to the limo. <laughs> no sadness. And then he takes that lone, long stem rose and walks back up to the four-piece orchestra that was going to play as they danced. And did you notice he leans against a um, glass balcony? Yes. So it's a transparent mesnick, man. Let's, okay, that's a whole thing. So, but, but I think, honestly, like... People are what? laughing right now in their cars. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh-huh. So, so, yeah, I think Lauren S. needs to... Like, go get amygdala examined. I mean, isn't that like the part of the brain that deals with, like, impulse control and stuff and survival instincts, sure. emotions? The, look it up. The amygdala. Rhombus. Well, no, it's not a rhombus. That's different. Um, although an amygdala is probably small enough to fit inside a small rhombus. But 
I just, you know, she, she, it was curious to me that she was like, this is a train wreck and mm. I'm screwing it up. She couldn't control herself. No, she couldn't. There has to be some sort of reason medically <laughs> for that. I, I mean, keep your mouth shut. And physically her wardrobe, she had, she had a shot with her wardrobe. No, you know what? Listen, I, I took notes and, and let me, let me get to this. It says, okay. um, looks great in a dress. Right. I mean, she looked fantastic in everything she, she wore. Side boob and the shorty dress, but, but she tennis very shoes. Tasteful, very mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You know what would have saved her? You tell me. Connor Dermott. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that guy when you need him? <laughs> half what? the people are laughing right now. The other half are like, "Who the hell is that guy?" We lie under. Is beating slow. One love song of the two love songs he's written is right. all you need. She just bumped in right when she was talking about the eye infection. <laughs> She'd be sitting in the mansion right now in a pair of slippers and some Lululemon pants. Open eyes, but it feels like dreaming. Captivated by this feeling. As I hold hey, let me ask you this. I know we're still around. <clears throat> I need your female opinion on Makel. Makel. Um, I feel like Makel is young and she knows it. So she is playing a safe game of keeping her cards close to the vest. Mm, She's very young. Very young. One of the youngest. 23, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the, the other thing I forgot to mention about Lauren before, because I have, I'm, I'm jumping all over. I feel, I seriously feel like Lauren S on a date right now. Um, <laughs> did you notice when she, they were interviewing her in the winery and she said that her and Ari have established a good oh, relationship? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. I just had to bring that up. Mm. That's another reason to send her home. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Well, but, I liked her. I was sad that she went away, Lauren S. Um, she, again, was in my top four, so now I'm going to have to reevaluate that whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know who I'm going to let slide into that slot. I'm assuming Caroline, because she, yes. she did a pretty good job this day. She did. She did. But did, did you were you fascinated by the size of Lauren S.'s suitcase, or is that just me? That's just you. That's She has to fit a lot of cocktail evening gowns in there and ubiquitous scarves. Okay, fair yeah, enough. That's fine. But our favorite guy, the one who helped Roz. Yeah, was he's not, been replaced. He's been replaced. What happened to Tony or Eddie it's like or a Jimmy? Skinny, no, it's like a skinny, yeah. tiny. Because uh, uh, the, the fat guy that, that helped Roz used right. to have sort of this pause, you yeah, know. and look. And then he, he would take statement. the bag. Like, yeah, and they, that other guy just showed up like he was, you know. Couldn't get in the limo fast enough. Right. Well, granted, they probably had to fly it to San Francisco. <laughs> Maybe Polly had the flu or something and couldn't yeah. do it that day. My I hope is really... that he's still there. <laughs> so I find it really hard to believe. Um, and you, again, you have to suspend reality, ironically, for the reality show. Now, she packs her bag, right? Mm-hmm. And then they get in the plane. She has at least two wardrobe changes. Yes. And so you would think that she would bring her bag with her. 
Well, she probably had a second bag that was no. just as big as that. They one. filmed that. He knew they knew she was going to get dumped. They filmed that right when she got in the limo. You think so? Yes, and then they filmed the reaction later. Ah, that's what I think. Because Caroline was upset that she was. She gone. was. And then she um, was I, upset that Crystal lectured them on how to best woo Ari. I thought she handled it really, really well. Me too. Uh, very mature. But the best line was, um, you know, I'm so sick of hearing how she met his dog. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> was awesome. <laughs> I think we've established that, Caroline. Yeah, we've established <laughs> that. We have. We've established it. Now, the last date um, that they had, uh, there was something along the lines of let's get rough in the date card. And once it was established that it was R-U-F-F, lots of people were excited that this was going to be a dog date. Yeah, I didn't really get that. Um, Because Ari's a dog man. The only person who wasn't really excited about the dog date. Was Annalise. Um, Annalise. Mm. Yeah. She was fairly upset because apparently her eyeball had been nearly taken out. Almost as a taken child. out. Right, right, right. You know what probably happened? I, I was I was trying to put all these things together and, and I'm of the impression that maybe her parents took her to the carnival to get over the fear of the right. dog. <laughs> and the other dog that was there whenever she was going to get the mail. That's that right. Dog and, too. And they said, look, you know, I know you're only three. You almost got your eye ripped out, but let's go do something fun like mm. bumper cars. Mm-hmm. And then, That could be it. That could be it. Do you have any irrational childhood fear that I'm not aware of? Nothing is irrational with me. Um, <laughs> right. no. well, you were phrasing, do you have any fear that I'm not any fear based <laughs> solidly in reality that I, I'm not aware of? My biggest fear is natural disasters. And being in one. And you know how tornadoes follow me. So that's quite the problem. Okay. So I guess that's a good fear because they don't come along that often. Well, they come along even when they're not supposed to. Because one time there was, I was up all night long because I was watching the TV and I just, it was sounding weird outside. And then all of a sudden the, you know, there's a tornado watch, but then there's a tornado warning. And warning Mm -hmm. means one has been spotted. And so I run upstairs and I get in my sister's bed and I said, Jamie, 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 there's a tornado coming. And she always said the same thing. She always said, think about Cinderella, go back to sleep. And so I, do you realize though that running upstairs is probably not the best course of action when a tornado is headed for your house? Listen to the rest of my story because she tells me to think about Cinderella. You should have said, think about wizard of Oz. Dorothy was (laughs) okay. in the tornado, even the stupid dog was okay. (laughs) Well, anyway, all of the sudden, it sounds like a train, which you know mm-hmm. what that means, tornado. And mm-hmm. my sister flies up and grabs my hand and starts shoving me down the stairs. Then the electricity goes off and we both fall down the stairs. Then we go to my parents' room and Jamie's going, Dad, 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 there's a tornado, Dad. And he goes, get out of here. What? Get under the stairs. And so <laughs> whenever he said that, I went, and I started crying and my mom shoved me under the stairs and I kept saying what about the horses what about the dogs what are we going to do and my sister and my dad watched the entire thing from the front yard I was 24 years old when all of that happened and it was in November wait you're kidding because I was picturing Mm -mm, I was picturing you being four yeah no 24 it was my 24th birthday in November 
that is equivalent to your bumper car trauma. It is. Wow. It okay. is. Yeah. That's my only one. Do you have one? I, you know, I'd like to say yes, but no, not really. You don't I, like I don't, people I don't, touching your food. Well, that's not a fear. That's uh, I'm very quirky in that regard. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up a twin, mm-hmm. and when you're a twin, you share everything. And plus, me and my brother, or I should say, my brother and me would go at it all the time. And so, like, if, for instance, if I was making a sandwich, when he happened to walk in the house, there was either um, saliva or a fist in the middle of that sandwich before I got to eat it. So I'm very sensitive about my food. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another question for you. This is very important. These, and, and by the way, I wrote these down when I was watching the show. Okay. And I thought, man, Lindsay has to answer this from a female perspective. You already kind of touched on how Ari is semi-disappointing you. Mm-hmm. What about the black socks with the Chuck Taylor tennis shoes on the date? On How this, do you feel about that? On, on the dog, dog day. date, yeah. yeah he had I, Chuck Taylor high tops like mm-hmm. Danny Zuko wore. Right. Mm-hmm. He tried out for the basketball team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Black socks, <laughs> black shorts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a black shirt. Oh, yes, I remember it well. It was not a good look. Okay, that's and what I, I feel thought. Like, I feel like, to me, that is not Ari. To me, that is some wardrobe stylist trying to make him look fun and fancy free when Ari could just care less because he wants to be in his skinny jeans and his gingham shirt with his tie. I disagree. I think you that's do? probably his outfit. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, to me, it looked like um, he was 70 getting ready to mow the lawn mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or check the mail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Speaking well, of 70 mowing the lawn, mm-hmm. we didn't talk about Harrison's, Harrison's outfit when he dropped the first group card date. He looked like he had just woken up from a frat party on his buddy's couch the night before. And, I know and, that, I know and found the and found the accountant clothes in the lost and found yeah, box. He looked terrible. It was he so bad. Dialing it in. Dialing I, just, it in. I just decided to not, we're just going to forget that ever happened. Okay. Look, I, I will participate in your denial um, because we're friends, but Thank you know. You. One it more. Bad. Just looked, it looked terrible. He was out all night long with those glow girls, wasn't he? He probably. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. Terrible. Yeah, he probably was. He was rehearsing. Okay, so back to the dogs. Annalise is, is scared and her palms are sweating. Everybody else is pretending that they love Ari's dog because he's there. I think a handful of them probably did really like it. But the whole date, which again, I did not love only because it sort of crumbled around them as they were executing it was here's a hoop and the dog's going to jump through it if you hold this food and he can jump on your shoulders which you know Annalise had a panic attack about but they were basically doing dog tricks I guess is the best way to say it but then they dress them up as circus folk and then well I was going to go with I I was going to go with the word slut well um, (laughs) I saved slut for the for the wrestling ring myself this was maybe circus slut we might have saved slut for Jenna on the couch later in the episode who who ironically was wearing white um and yeah, Nicole, it was all Anna Nicole, and her lips were that magenta, dark, dark. Yeah, maroon. and then uh, who was the other? Who was the other one? The social media manager, mm-hmm. uh, Jenna. Mm-hmm. Was that not Jenna? Not, who who was the one that made out with the dress? Was that Jenna? Jenna, yeah. 
Okay, and who was the one, um, the, the other blonde that was dressed like Edward Scissorhands? <laughs> what? She had like black lipstick on, and that's Jenna. Oh, it was yeah. the same person. Yeah, yeah. She looked like Edward Scissorhands to me. That's I was a like, Ooh. great comparison because you know it yeah. took him ten minutes to wipe all that off his mouth and his neck. Yeah, <laughs> she looked. Yeah, and, and he probably looked like Al Jolson in that yes. freaking. Yes, but um, she she like straddle humped him. It was weird, but you know, back to the dog yeah, day. Dog day, ha- right? All right. So I had a couple questions for you. You have actually been to several filmings of Rose after the Rose, or yes. So, how do you think that compared to that poor audience who had to sit oh, there? Oh my gosh! I mean, I don't know where they got those people. I don't but either. That had to be hours worth they of. They were just excruciating. Yes, pain. they were coming out of the movie theater when they just seen the post or something, and. Yeah. We had kids crying and toddlers walking onto the stage and the dogs were freaking out. None of them did what they were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. It was just bad all the way. And Fred Willard commentating with Harrison. So Fred Willard, first of all, he's 150 years old now. But easy. Mm -hmm. How tone deaf. You're aware of those accusations years ago um, that surfaced where he was um, essentially should be part of the Me Too movement now. Really? He has, oh yeah, like like uh, if if I'm not going to go into great detail, but he was doing allegedly the same thing that Louis C.K. was accused of doing really? in front of women. Yes, huh. and I thought that was such a weird choice in light of all that. Now, granted, they filmed it months ago, but this has been going on for a while. Um, he was semi funny, but not really. No. Didn't really add anything. No. Um, it was and just, then, it was boring and, and unraveled very quickly. Yeah. And then, so, so let's skip over that to the cocktail party. Um, I also need a female opinion on this. What about Chelsea's <laughs> no, Laura Ashley dress <laughs> from 1992 <laughs> and her Betsy Johnson hair? I, those, I'm probably dating myself with those references, but I mean, you remember Betsy Johnson <laughs> yes. always looked like she was homeless? Yeah, yeah she had like some ridiculous age-inappropriate yes. dress on with her. Yeah, that's what Chelsea looked like. I don't know what that was. I truly do not know what that was, but I was equally confused by how she said something along the lines of that date made her a better person, and she thanked him before uh, they made out. Yeah, and I don't know why what? she's getting roses. I don't know why she's getting date roses. I was actually kind of annoyed by that. She's he likes she's, her. but I thought. Do you think he it, really really likes her? Well, the no, I don't think he likes her. The tell was, and I got to give Becca credit. She was very observant on the couch later when she said, "You know, you don't like me because I'm unsafe." Boom, and then you always want to save somebody, which is why you like moms. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was right on. Do you think um, Jacqueline told her to say that? <laughs> <laughs> I think Jacqueline was probably too busy washing off the wrestling date to. She's taking know. notes in the bushes. That's what Jacqueline yeah, was exactly. doing. Yeah, Jacqueline is taking. Um, she's taking pictures for her. Uh, you know, her dissertation. Doctor, yes, a doctoral dissertation presentation in front of the. <laughs> um, so yeah. yeah, so I didn't understand the dress. I thought I, I don't understand Ari's attraction to Chelsea, other than the fact that. You know, like Becca pointed out, she's a mom and he feels mm-hmm. sort of obligated to indulge her. True. Uh, but, but the other Becca, she did it. He, I think he really, really likes her. They were yes. kind of horizontal on that bed. 
and calling each other dorks and making out, that seems like a comfortable situation. Oh, very. They seem very, very handsy and very comfortable with each other. And when um, Becca and Caroline were talking, I was very impressed with those conversations because Caroline, I thought, looked phenomenal. She's one of the most attractive. She's gorgeous. And then when she was sitting there with a glass of wine, she said, you know, look, I'm not used to um, competing for a man's attention. That's not really who I am. But look, this environment is what it is. I thought, boom. And Mm -hmm. he was very impressed by that. She's Mm -hmm. very composed. Now, here's the thing. Um, if she's like that all the time, I think it's, it's off cause it's really boring, okay. but she seemed very, you know, there's, there, there's, there's three types of women here. There's just nuts, nutsos that just can't handle any of the pressure or stress. Like for instance, Bibiana. Bibiana. Okay. Um, there's girls who freak out in that environment. Like I'm sure Annalise is a wonderful person. Like she seems really nice. She's just a mess. Right. But if you put her in her environment with her job and whatever that she's familiar with, she's probably lovely. Sure. Um, and then there's the third kind who are really self-aware who get it. And that to this day, I think I've said this in my post, um, about Brad Womack season. That's why he liked Emily mm. Maynard. She didn't bust his balls about going on other dates and kissing other women yeah. and all that stuff. She got it. And so, so that's how I feel about Caroline and Becca. Mm-hmm. There was somebody had said that they think that the other Lauren, the Lauren that's left, what's her initial? You told me that B, Lauren B. B. Lauren J. Hold on. Let's just, let's just have a review of the Lauren. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because I've go. got them in my head. All right. There was the African American Lauren. Right. Um, who I thought was the most attractive Lauren. Yes. She's gone. Then there was Lauren J. I who in, cannot conjure her up. She kind of had uh, <laughs> pointier features, like kind of a, a okay, pointier yes, nose. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Got face, it, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. She's gone. Yep. Lauren, Lauren S. S., who we both felt strongly about, talked herself yes. out of a a date and by the way screwed up my bachelor um, uh, my uh, fantasy list yeah mm. um, and then there is Lauren B who is um, still present however mix. I want to read you I want to read you my notes okay, okay. so <laughs> here's my note Chelsea gets Rose dot 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 what Lauren B question mark didn't she just get sent home <laughs> <laughs> those are my notes <laughs> Isn't that Annalise? No. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing somebody said about Lauren B, though. They said she is going to stick around because she reminds Ari of Emily Maynard. Only in the looks department in the fact that she has white blonde hair, but she does not act like Emily Maynard, which is exactly what you were just talking about with the genuineness and the kindness and the sweetness and not saying don't touch my man and that she's just normal and knows knows the yeah. what the reality show is about and yeah, isn't going to play the games of the producers right for 25 she's great i like her a lot i think you know again i'm not a blonde guy you know that but she's mm-hmm. um I, I like her she she is definitely um she's going to go further um i think that she is now weeding out some of the generic blondes but mm. here's one i here's one i understand and i don't understand Kendall. Yeah. That is the taxidermist. Yeah. Um, she seems fun and nice and sweet. And mm-hmm. I think that's why he keeps her around, but mm-hmm. there's just something missing there. Yeah. There's a vacancy. And then there's that she fills with dead animals, which yeah. is even weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what about crystal? How do you feel? 
I think, go. I think Crystal is that one that's put there that we are supposed to hate. She's going to be the one everybody says is not here for the right reasons, right reasons. And she's there to shake the boat and annoy things. I mean, at this point, she's just saying dumb lines to have a throwback quote for the I don't think so. I think she's, week. I think she's that self-absorbed. Really? Yeah. I do. I think she's a, she's a fitness instructor, which, you know, look, I'm sure is a hard job. Um, but you know, when you, when you're that focused on appearance and you work out for a living what else do you really think about? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it's not like she's, she's, she's not, look, she's not running a business. She's not a fitness instructor who owns a gym. She just, the girls hate her for a reason, but I think we predicted earlier on, maybe two, three weeks ago, that she's going to be the one that somebody rats out and says she's not here for the right reasons or whatever. Or maybe she's a different way at the house, that whole nonsense. But she's definitely the one that, well, that gets it. Yeah. Bibiana halfway did that already, though, before she got kicked out. She did also that. talked herself out of mm -hmm. it. <laughs> That's the bachelor <laughs> cardinal rule. You do not say anything right. bad about the other girls. That's right. And she did and said something about how... Unless, I, unless you have objective proof that they have another boyfriend or girlfriend. So I want to talk about Bibiana a little bit more. I feel like um, she got the shaft at the rose ceremony. No. Bless her heart. Yes, she did. No, no, no. You don't know what I'm going to say. She had the ABC intern pull out that mattress and dress it all up and put the telescope <laughs> out there, which I thought was a camera on a tripod at first. I thought, ew, Bibby on it, but then it's a telescope. And then three different girls <laughs> take advantage of uh, that bed. First of all, it wasn't a mattress. <laughs> it was a cardboard box no, that was wasn't. not a mattress. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Did you also notice? I thought it was very distasteful that Becca M recycled her um her uh, headshot shirt and wore the Peter Pan shirt. She did. Yeah, I thought that was very distasteful. Oh, but I didn't notice that. Yeah, that's got to be some kind of faux pas, right? Some it kind of matter. She's she's dangerous and not safe. Fair enough. Um, she but can yeah, do back that. to Bibiana. I I didn't really feel bad for her because um. I think you and I usually talk before, yeah. but when I called you last night very briefly and said, what do you think? And my comment was how she was so upset that she'd gone through, quote, all that effort to make something nice right. for Ari. All that I just, effort. I, I pictured her like raiding an upstairs bedroom <laughs> and like putting that mattress on her back, you know, and carrying it downstairs, mm -hmm. which we, we know didn't happen. Well, um, at the yeah. very most, she focused the telescope. Yeah. She, <laughs> I don't even know if she did that, um, she, but it was, it really truly was sad. I mean, I think Lauren sat on that and Becca sat on that and Chelsea sat on that. And at one point she came over and he said, could I get five more minutes, please? Well, and I think maybe the, maybe the crew might've had, you know, a late oh, lunch on it. <laughs> I mean, I'm everybody. sure. I'm sure. And then, and then the poor guy pulls it out there and then they say, Bibiana, we need you to come over here and do an interview. And then the other people are like, go to the bed, go to the bed. Hurry, hurry, go to the bed right now, right now. So it ends up that Bibiana, I mean, obviously Lauren S. has already left. She didn't get a rose and he only had, he didn't have, well, one more person was not going to get a rose and it was Bibiana. Did that surprise you? Well, point, hold on. No. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Annalise left on her own, sort of on her own <laughs> well, will. She she sort of, um, <laughs> I think... Oh. Like, oh, let me I just know. put, let me just, let me just, let me just put it from a guy's perspective. Um, 
I've said this before. Men in general are no more less receptive to marriage, commitment, all those kind of things than women are. However, mm. we do not like to be told when those things are going to happen. Right. And she forced the decision. And that's exactly, he even said, you know, at that moment, she wanted a decision mm -hmm. and it was what it was. Mm -hmm. But gosh, you know, it was so like, usually they treat him with kid gloves and I guess he was nice to her. But, um, I think when he nodded his head, you could tell he kind of let his guard down a little bit cause yeah. he goes, yeah, I'm not really feeling it right now. Right. <laughs> and I thought, Oof, that's got to sting. Well, I and mean, it's like a punch in the nose. Yes. To, to catch everybody up, all of the girls, which I don't know if this is true or not, if they were trying to sabotage her, but Marique was the one that kept saying, you have to go in. You have to kiss him. You have to be Horrible the aggressive advice. one. Yes. Horrible so advice. They all encourage her to do that. She grabs him, takes him upstairs to the balcony where they can be alone, and then explains to him, I am being aggressive because the other girls told me to be. We should make out. And Ari says, no. And then she says, okay. And then she goes back a second time and says... Well, back up because the first time she said i want to kiss and he said you remember mm, his quote it's not the right time no not the nope. time for us even worse i don't think we're there yet i don't think we're there yet <laughs> four weeks in Eesh. oh well after he's just made out with i don't know two-thirds of the 18 i know because see that's what i'm saying he he said i don't think we're there yet and she was really nice okay and and then kendall comes and steals him away and they're banging around making out before annalise mm -hmm. can even leave the room so it was time for her mm -hmm. surprisingly oh. absent during this whole thing although she did get the first alone time cn that's right she's in so. the top four she She's is. in my top five. Is yeah. she? Okay, so it ends up that Lauren S. doesn't get a rose after her one-on-one. -on -one. Annalise sort of leaves on her own will, and then there's only just one more rose not to give to somebody, and that ended up being Bibiana. Was that surprising to you? No, not at all. I, I don't. that Ashley girl who never talks, or Brittany, or Ashley Marique. was, I tend to look at them independently. Um, but I think that Ashley surprised me. Um, I think my comment was why when, when she came up in her yellow dress and got the, mm -hmm. the rose, but you know, you can't be on someone's radar like that, like Bibiana and not, True. you know, it's swatted off the windshield eventually. I mean, she just made herself way too visible, clearly couldn't emotionally handle the stress of the situation and yeah. got herself kicked off. Well, I hear she's going to be on Bachelor Winter Games. She's perfect for that. I think or so too. Bachelor in Paradise. She's perfect. I think so for that. too. I yeah. think so too. So tell me who your you have your top five. Tell me who they are now. Well, I, I this is a good transition because the next point I wanted to make was Tia finally scored some points. Oh yeah, Tia. Yes, she, and her she, moonshine. She, that's right. Got, and he, he, he set up he. some hay bales for her, mm -hmm. uh, which no one else sat on prior to Tia sitting, sitting on, by the way. That we know of, yeah. And that was right before Jenna decided to whore it up in the white dress and the Edward True. Scissorhands make. Um, <laughs> but no, I thought I was glad to see her do well. She uh, yeah. made an impression. He seemed to like her, did the moonshine thing. So Tia is still in my top five. Okay. Uh, I misspoke a second ago. Um, 
Who did I say was in my top five? CN. She's not. Not yet. Okay. So it's Becca K. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am not convinced of this yet, but I'm telling you, the tell is the the Rodeo Drive date or whatever it was. That okay. that to me keeps her in the top five because, um, and that and the the cozy conversation on the couch. So right. I think there's something that we're not seeing, but I think that that to me is a tell. Okay. Um, Crystal's still in my top five. Mm. Um, I think he's, she's the kind of girl you say, well, okay, I got three, three more chances before I make the commitment. She's coming to the fantasy suite. Sorry, but that might be the direction he goes. Okay. Um, I had Lauren S and I don't know who to replace her with, but, um, Caroline. Carol, well, I, ha- I replaced Marique with Caroline. Oh, right. So I, ha- I have I have Becca K, Crystal, Tia, and Caroline. And I don't know who my, my um, other one. I'm going to go ahead and maybe say Becca M in light mm. of her momentum. I know a lot of people who think both Beccas are going to go far. I, I think she'll go far, but I, I just don't see anybody else. I think Jacqueline will probably get sick of it. Yeah. You know, she's too smart. Um, Jenna, the social media manager, I mean, he can only handle so much of that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Kendall, she's not a top five. She's fun, but whatever. Yeah. Brittany, same Uh, thing. Yeah, same thing. Uh, Marique, um, don't don't, see that going. Yeah. Ashley, we don't know anything. But maybe CN, I think, would be my other one. CN, because she seemed to make a good appearance, but she definitely didn't do anything for me this week. But Tia, I think, made the most progress this week. In my I opinion. agree. I agree. I have Tia, CN, Becca K, and Caroline. I don't have a fifth because okay. I don't want it to be Crystal. I'm telling you, she's going to go far. No. Mm. Hey, have you purchased Why I Hate Green Beans yet? Um, your book or your shirt? <laughs> my book. No, I thought I was going to purchase it and you were going to sign it for me. <laughs> I know. Have you purchased it yet? I saw the pre-order thing. Do I have uh-huh. to order? order? Let, let's talk about that because I am a willing consumer uh-huh. ready to purchase the book. So why don't you tell me along with all the other folks listening how we get your book? Because I, I've received one email and it said uh, – not an email. I received um, – when I went on your website, it said pre-order. Right. You can so, pre-order the book at your favorite book retailer right now. But do you, does that benefit you or should I wait till it comes to the store? If you pre-order it right now, my friend, you get the audio book for free. And who wouldn't want to hear this voice in their ear for seven hours? But we're friends, so I probably get that free anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Just dump on my dream. It's fine. It's fine. I'll get you. No, I, look, I am. Look, I can tell you, I am. I am. You have no idea how proud of you I am mm-hmm. for all of us knowing you for these years and knowing what a dream of it, a uh, dream of yours it's been to do this. I am. Uh, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm like Ari. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you succeeded on the glow date, <laughs> that's how proud of you I am. <laughs> it's three weeks from today that it comes out. All right. Well, listen, I I am. uh, It is crazy because you and I have been talking about this for a very long time. And I'm again, I'm very, very proud of you. um, And I mean that I'm very excited for you. And I I swear to you, I will purchase more than one copy of your book. Very sweet. Thank you. You All right. So when 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 you get that one sale that puts you on the New York Times bestseller list, that's you. That's going to be me. Thank y'all for listening. I'd love to connect on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Lindsay or on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray. 
It would be so nice if you would review the podcast on iTunes and don't forget to pre-order the book. Get all the details at whyihategreenbeans.com. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever.